Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan, where we are having technical difficulties Already? with playing our intro. What is this? The wild card round for the Cowboys? <laughs> All right. Wow. <laughs> All right. Don't worry. We'll get it right with 10.53 to go. So we're here, ready to rock and roll. Last day in Dallas. We'll be coming at you from Radio Row in Vegas tomorrow. And I actually want to kick off, if y'all have any suggestions for us in Vegas, obviously that is very much appreciated. But if you could fire off cut number two for us, good sir, because... We got to meet and chat with this gentleman on Saturday. Lankford might have had his second home run. Absolutely over bar 352. Second home run of the game. Third RBI. This guy is crushing double A. And now Frisco leads 10 to 1. We got the opportunity to meet Wyatt Lankford on Saturday. And I kind of wanted to tie that in with Baseball America's farm system rankings. Did y'all get the chance to chat with Wyatt at all? Because I did, and he seemed like a nice fellow. He seemed super nice. He was quiet while I was asking for an autograph. Uh, and because I, I was freaked out. You guys have done this plenty of times. Y'all have done the 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 behind the curtain stuff yeah. and done that. I've never done that, so I was nervous the whole time. Like, what am I supposed to do? When when do I just throw it on the pile? Uh, but it, it it all worked. I out. I told you you should have just taken one from the pile. Yeah, I was trying to take one of those bats, but he uh, he seemed mm-hmm. nice. The dude's built like he's built like a ready to go baseball player right now. Uh, like he looks like, and I, I'm just kind of curious what his body is going to develop into whenever he becomes like a real major leaguer, not just what he is at the moment. So I think there's, there's the fans you could see uh, out of that line that there's going to be a, there gonna be a ton of fans that are excited about what he does. Now we did get to pop over to worth collecting in Waxahachie where they had the signing and we've talked about this before. I love Paul. He always donates a lot of stuff for peace He's a good dude. Got to talk with Wyatt and I was like, Hey, do you like like interacting with the people and meeting fans and everything like that? He's like, heck yeah. He was that was the most excited that I saw him like in our interactions. But he was really nice all day. He was signing uh and taking pictures with people and everything like that. But he immediately was like, heck yeah, these are like the people that love our team. So I love interacting with them. I don't know if you get to a point where like if you're Mike Trout, I'm sure he likes fans, but I'm sure you get to a point in life where you're like, no, I do. I just get the line's kinda, too long. Yeah, I get kind of beat down, but he is not in that phase at all. He's in the phase of like, 
hell yeah. And if it was a kid he was signing for, he was like, hey, slugger or whatever. Like he, It felt like he took a little bit of extra time, and I appreciated that. Mike, what was your nickname for kids whenever you'd see them for, for autographs? What's up, sick kid? Okay. All right. That's oh a good God. one. No, I would just say, hey, how's it going? I'd be like, you play baseball? What position do you play? There so you that's go. usually how yeah. I, would, I would try to start a conversation. And if they didn't play baseball, I'd say, what's your deal? That's <laughs> That was uh, that was the moment we we were in Oxnard and it we stopped right. at some random like place on the way home from dinner one night and Broadus was with us. And there's a kid in full pads and he's walking around the store and everything. And Broadus just looks at him and goes, did we get a win tonight or not? And he was like, no, I was just practicing. He was like, all right, talks to him about practice. Like, that's a that's a lifetime scout right there. It also is very indicative of Broadus' personality where he cuts right to the chase, <laughs> which I appreciate very, yeah. very much. Now, we talked about individual player ratings from ESPN, I want to say like two weeks ago. Obviously, White Langford, Evan Carter are part of that. White Langford makes more sense because he's literally never played in the majors. Evan Carter... He's still eligible for rookie of the year. He's still listed as a prospect is I thought this was another really encouraging sign. Baseball America has the Rangers at number three in their farm system rankings. So I want to talk about that, but also I want to get a feeling from y'all. How much stock do you take in the fact that Seattle is 16 and then every other team in this division is 25 or worse. So Oakland is 25. The Angels are 28. The Astros are 29. I'm not saying that alone dictates the future of your baseball team, but it is part of the equation. No, that's good. Obviously, for the last, not the last few years, but from about 2013 to 2018, the Astros were usually top 10. And now they've fallen way off. They haven't done a good job of drafting. Even though they're not having top premium right. picks, you can still draft well sure. later. Like I'm not expecting, oh, because the Rangers are drafting number 30 this upcoming draft. Well, that doesn't mean he's a prospect. No, if you if you do well, if if you draft well, you can draft well back. The Dodgers, I'm sure I didn't see the list. I bet they're top five in uh, you know Baseball America's list. The Dodgers are 10th. 10. So. And yet they're always yeah. there and they're never, they never get to pick what is considered a premium prospect. So you can still draft well at 30 and 60 something or whatever, where your picks are at. But this is good news. The thing that you never know is you never know if that pick is going to develop into what you think it can be. And that White Lankford is a great example. Like I, I realize Evan Carter has a long way to go in his career, but at least I can point to like, a sample size and say, hey, I saw him in the bigs. I saw him in pressure, pressure situations. Wyatt Langford, I think he's going to be really good. By the way, I think he's going to break big league club on this team. Okay. I think he's going to break string. He's going to break spring training on the big league team. There we go. As on this the team. starting what? I don't believe that's how it's going to play out. I think they're going to platoon him early on. But I think he's going to be on the team. And I think he's going to play... Oh, you think that? I do think Who's going to pitch? But do you know that? I do not know that. I, I will say. Nobody knows that. Yeah, not I, even Chris Young. Yeah, so I, that's Bochy, I, I do Bochy not know? know that. No, honestly, no. Bochy. I think they do have to see him in spring training. Remember when we talked to Evan Carter. Evan Carter is actually still younger than Wyatt Langford. He's like, I've never met Wyatt Langford before. Because obviously yeah. he just got drafted. And he was in A ball and double A AA and triple A for a second. So it's like, you know, for the most part, 
you know, he's going to have to go to spring training, get used to that regimen. He's used to find the bathroom. College baseball, where like I'm pretty sure college baseball games are pretty much starting now. Like yeah. you know, the first few games are being played, where this is just a different type of system of getting ready for a season than he's ever been used to. So they probably want to make sure that the first few weeks go pretty well and then see how he does uh, in a big league spring training environment. You didn't play college ball. Right. The, the level of work, the amount of work just for batting practice, how much different do you think that is? Like, what's the, is there just more reps? Is there like, what's the difference there? the workload that he's going to have to get used to right out of the gate. Well, you have only a certain amount of time you can practice NCAA rules. You can't just have unlimited amount of practice. Obviously, you're still going to class, usually. Like, just like you can't have unlimited pasta. Same thing. Thank same you. Deal. Yeah, I appreciate breadsticks. But I just think that what he has to do is he has to get used to playing every day. Remember a college baseball season, and he did do it for, I don't know, was it 44 games he played I last think that year? that is correct. He played Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday, nothing against these guys. They're trying to develop into good college pitchers. Sunday pitchers usually will never pitch one pitch in their life in professional baseball. They're considered like uh, our bullpen guys. Tuesday, Usually Friday and Saturday in the SEC, you're facing a Friday or Saturday starter. They will most likely be drafted and get to pitch at least in the minor leagues. And then obviously guys like Paul Skeens and stuff like that go to the majors, but now he's going to have to face, you know, for the most part, especially if you're trying to push him to the major leagues, these are all going to be major league invite guys. It doesn't mean he's going to be facing all major leaguers, but he will be facing major league invite guys. So just kind of see how he took that momentum of having a great junior year, a great college world series, and that momentum just kept happening. Now that you've had an off season, can he just pick up where he left off? And I'm very encouraged by that, but I think White Langford is the perfect example of a player where he's part of the reason you're ranked number three. Right. But he might not pan out at all. Like, he, you might see him and be like, for whatever reason, it doesn't click. He turns out to be maybe a 4A player. Like, whatever the case might be. I don't think that's going to happen, but that's that that he's a good indication of why these rankings can be very telling or... Very deceptive. I think, and here's the positive. The Rangers are great at developing position players. Like, they have done a very good job. Yes, there's Profars who don't, like, way overrated. So, Profar, in a way, didn't work out. But he was just way overrated. Like, Leody Tavares. The Rangers have done a great job in developing Leody Tavares. Jonah Heim was given up in Oakland and just said, ah, he's just not going to be the guy. We got Sean Murphy. We got... You know, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank. The kid from Keller, who's their catcher now, they they kind of knew what Shea uh, Langerleers. Right. They they kind of had an idea of like Jonah's not going to fit in our organization at a major league level, and the Rangers were able to trade for them and to develop him into now an All Star major leaguer, Josh Young. So there's a lot of examples of the Rangers taking position players and getting the most out of them. Now I know we talked a lot about the prospect list. I was hoping I could ask you. I know you're still, what is it, nine days away from pitchers and catchers reporting, but ESPN put out a power ranking. Can I ask you about that, or do you have that for later? I I don't have that pulled up, no. Would you put Baltimore second, third? Would you put Baltimore as number one in the AL? I guess that's my question. Yes. All right. That is not 
the way ESPN has it. And so I wanted to see what y'all thought about this. Who would be in your top five? They don't have to be in order. L.A., Atlanta, Baltimore, for sure. Okay. Those are the three that off the top of my head, I have no, I have like, that's easy. Those three teams are easy. All three of those are in the top five. So good job. The other ones. Are the Astros in there? I feel like they've, they're a good team. They've, they added some. And they're always in the ALCS, right? They are in the top five. Yeah. So that makes sense because they're always in the ALCS. Uh, Last team. Right thing, guys. Oh. Oh, Texas. Texas Rangers. So the Dodgers are one, the Braves are two, the Astros are three, the Rangers are four, and the Orioles are five. Now, there's an interesting nugget in here. that Baseball could, nugget. Yes, which is about 30 minutes away. Is a reunion with Jordan Montgomery inevitable? Question mark. Don't bet against it as agent Scott Boris is in a good position with Rangers brass. And so that's true. We've talked about the ebbs and flows of this at the beginning. I was like, no chance. And then there was a time where I was like, oh, I definitely think it's going to happen. And then the pendulum swung swung back to it's not looking good. Now I wonder if you're finding yourself in a position as more time goes along that you're like, maybe I realize all the financial reasons it would not happen. Seems like it would become the longer this goes, Mike, just in my opinion, the shorter the deal, the higher the money for a short deal gets. The the tough thing is, is Boris controls the market because he has Snell and Montgomery. Yeah. So well, here's what I don't know. Does he want to sign Snell first? He's going to get more money. Snell sure. is going to get more money. I don't know about more years, but he will get more money per year. So how does Boris play this market? Right now, I don't know. Does he want the higher price guy to sign and then he signs Montgomery to a close deal to that? Or does he sign Montgomery and then go, look, we got to get five more million than than Montgomery because he's approximately, I'll say, $5 million more than Montgomery. So I, I don't know how he's going to play it out. I am seeing that John Heyman is saying that the Yanks uh, are willing to exceed a Rodon's deal. Carlos Rodon last year got six years, $162 million in a in a like offer to Snell. So I don't know. I don't know if I don't know what that number is. Uh, it says seven for two hundred and forty-five million is what oh, wow. I guess the hope is that that <laughs> that Boris can still get Snell. I'm not saying that that's what yeah. is going to happen. I'm just reading the report. Yeah, but uh, I, I uh, it seems like because there's a report here of Snell and the Yankees that maybe Snell is close to signing. I thought, honestly, it would happen at the end of last week. Yeah, but, and we're but it still... didn't. Snell and Montgomery are still out there as, you know, I guess it's just not that big of a deal to have your guy sign. Like, I would feel a little bit weird. I know I'm getting a whole bunch of money, but if I'm sitting at home with my wife and she's, like, trying to plan on where we're going to live this upcoming season. And you don't like, know. You're like, literally, I don't know. But I guess if you get $200 million, you'll be just fine. And who would you think is the worst team in all of baseball in the power rankings? Angels. Oakland? Oakland. The Angels are 25. Oakland is 30. Watch out for those Kansas City Royals who have rocketed up from 29 
to 26. Who is that, like man? Colorado. They do there. have Colorado at 29. I really, I really do hope that Bobby Witt Jr. sticks around with Kansas City and sees them to the promised land. That would be awesome. <laughs> shut up. He listens so to our <laughs> show. I've invested a lot of money into Bobby Witt Jr. cards. How awesome would it be, though, for him to take the Royals to a World Series? It would be awesome. He'd be George Brett-like, but it doesn't seem like Kansas City is on a path to get back to 2014 and 15. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105. The Royals have more World Series in the last 30 years than, I guess not 30, than the Cowboys do. Okay. There's no need for that, Mike. There's no need for that. They're both blue and white. Coming up next, the Stars prospects starting the second half of the season. How we feeling? Let's do it next right here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Harley turns on the Jets. Here he comes and he scores! Can't see masterpiece right here on 105.3. The fan all-star break is over. NHL gets started back tonight, and the Stars will play the Sabres tomorrow. I'm just curious before we, like, dive into the weeds. We're starting the second half of the season, but realistically, you've already played 49 games, so I realize nice. it's not really a split, but how do you feel about the Stars' prospects Going into the second half of the season, they sit second in the Central. Although, realistically, you could argue they're third because Winnipeg's got a couple more games in hand. But how how we feel it? Uh, all right. So they made an adjustment. What January sixteenth, putting Wyatt Johnston up with Joe Kabelski moving out, right? And that seems to look it's pretty good. Then, yeah. And and that's like that's a big factor. Like that's a, that's a huge factor and I'm wondering if that is going to be a constant and that's what it is from here on or if it comes back down to earth or if it just stays that way the entire time. So that's that's one factor. And then Kevin, I think the the thing I'm most concerned about whenever it comes to their prospects, not their younger players, but their prospects of going further winning is I, I'm not I'm just not certain that Suter is the piece in that in that group and I'm curious if the likes of, of like Lindell, Hockenpah, 
Nils, like if they can if they can make that a four man group there with Miro and Thomas Harley that is dominant on the defensive end. Because if you're trying to get a championship, that's something that you really want to keep an eye on is are you're good on everything else. Can you be that other dimension that is a stopper that sets up Ottinger for his best games? Let me ask you this question, Kevin. What do the Stars have to do this playoff run that you'll be satisfied with and say that was a good Win the season? I mean, obviously, I, obviously, do, I, I agree that. with that. I would think Western Conference Finals okay, so would probably be it. And without talk- a doubt, Colorado's better than Dallas, right? Like, if we had to play I, Colorado I in the playoff, because that'd be a semifinal matchup, right? You'd yes. play your whoever, Winnipeg Jets. I, yeah. I, I don't think it'd be them, but you'd play them. Let's just say you beat them, and then you're playing Colorado. Colorado most likely would have home ice advantage. As it stands now. And I would assume Colorado would beat you if you're looking at the two teams on paper today. And then watching them play this year, I'm just going back. They lost 6-3. to three. They lost 5-4 to four in overtime. That was a game that I was at. And uh, I, I don't know how you beat Colorado looking at both teams in the playoffs. So they have to make a trade. Yeah. To make it to the Western Conference Finals, they have to beat Colorado most likely. Yeah. So how do you beat Colorado? I think well, I think the number one thing is, and I already see some concerns popping in about Otter playing better and then maybe his health in general, but you gotta get another top four defenseman. Yes. I, and they're and they don't not come, top six, top four. They don't come cheap. Like right now, especially Ooh. like with those guys realistically being available, it's gonna be a pretty nice price and you kind of probably want a right handed guy there too. Like that's gonna be that's gonna be a lot to to try and spill out for it. But there there are some options. There are some some chances and you know, Jim Nill has shown a pretty good propensity for making a, a, a subtle move, something that can help this team out, and it usually does have an impact for whatever is the remainder of the season. But Kevin, you've in the last four years, you lost the the Stanley Cup, yeah, missed the playoffs, lost in the first round, and then lost in the Western conference finals. finals. So I don't maybe it's that the team t- is taking a step back this year, but I don't feel like they should. I feel like they should take that step forward and getting to the cup is more, is a bigger deal right now. Well, then what has to happen is you have to tighten up your five on five defense. It's, it's, it's yes. as simple as that. Like you can look at a variety of things you want to, te- I mean, look, let's just assume you want a team that can do all things very well. Okay, sure. Let's go across that. The Stars can score. They can score. They can score. Third in the league in goals per game. Their penalty kill is very good as well. Sixth in the league. Five on five, however, it is a weakness. Wedgwood's been a great story as a backup. Yes. But both he and Ottinger have bad numbers in terms of goals given up per game. They're way down in the league, like in the 40s, I'm pretty sure, in goals against. Which again was Dobby a better story than this at the time than Wedgwood is right now? Yeah. Okay, because I mean he went nuts on like in the playoffs too. Look, and if and if Wedgwood needed to step in and went on a playoff run, I think he would be elevated to legendary yeah. Yeah. star status as well. But that's the thing is like if you look at what you got him to do, you paid him a million dollars to be the backup. Him being able to step up and win you some games, hell of a job. But then it starts to turn. The more Ottinger was out and the more Wedgwood was there every single day, you're like, no, that was really great as a fill-in. But right. now that you're there all the time, 
this is not working. And so that's the number one thing, Mike. Like if, if you're going to go against Colorado or if you're looking ahead and you're thinking, you know, whether it's Vegas, Vancouver, like whoever you see at the end of the Connor line. Connor McDavid. Yes. They can't lose anymore. Uh, yeah, that's true. Are they, I'm wondering this, not following hockey, like for a long time, I'm following it this year. Obviously, I know that Edmonton's on a 16-game winning streak. Does this at all help me out here? Remember when the Seattle Mariners were out of it and then it felt like they won 19 of 20 games this year and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, crap, the Rangers might not make the playoffs because in August right. Seattle got super hot while you were struggling a they little bit. too soon. Is Edmonton, is that a thing in hockey that they could be they could be somewhat peaking right now when you need to be playing better hockey in April? I, I do the only reason I don't necessarily know if I think that's the case is because it feels like in playoff hockey, as opposed to other sports, you can have your goalie just take over. And what I mean is the one individual player. Like, Corey Seager was awesome in the playoffs. But I don't think you look at those series and say, only Corey Seager took over and won you this series. I, I do think Edmonton can, if Edmonton, if they started struggling again offensively, they can look at their goalie and be like, hey, you can get us through. But... Their winning streak is amazing. Also, I believe they they have a bunch more games to go relative to the rest of the teams in their division. I believe they've played several fewer games than the rest of their teams in their division. But their winning streak has obviously been amazing and one of the talks of the hockey season. I am kind of curious, like, you know, Pavelski was missing for early on in the, the, the playoffs last year, obviously, due to the concussion injury. What I do wonder which one of these young stars is going to be at that next phase whenever playoff time comes like we talked about robo and what we saw from him in the playoffs he just disappeared kind of for a little bit and then he kind of you know he's doing his thing and making sure that he's setting people up he does so many other good things but will he say you know what it's time to be superstar status kevin every series it felt like you were saying hey it's time for you to show this now and he just i think he kind of left us all like Okay, well, we're not let down, but we're a little disappointed. Okay. And so, like, that's what I'm hoping is that by the time we get to that, not that they need to develop more, get any better, but that they're ready to say, okay, playoffs have started. We've hit the, we've hit another gear. And it's really interesting because I saw this text, and I, I think this is a little bit of a misnomer, is that the Stars were the favorite to win the Cup. I, that That is not. This year? That, that was not the case. I don't know so, that. I know what we did talk about. They were a contender, I feel like, going into the year. That's why I was so excited about them. Absolutely. And I believe they're a contender now. Don't get it twisted. I think we're nitpicking a little bit right now, too. You're right. I would not pick them at this moment to beat Colorado in a playoff series. That doesn't mean it can't happen. But I wanted to dispel the notion that they were the favorite. Now, on NHL.com and maybe ESPN, there were multiple people who picked the Stars to win the Cup. But if you just look at, let's just go off the betting odds. Once the season ended, the Stars, once Vegas won it all, the Stars were seventh to win the Cup. Once the season started, they were sixth to win the Cup. So pretty consistent. Do you know where where the Rangers are at right now? Yes. Do you know where the Stars are right now? I'd say fifth to seventh. Seventh. Okay. So, yes. No, they're seventh. Okay, And so it's still, it's very similar to where they were before. And so I don't actually think they've changed that much. Smarter bet, because we're going to Vegas tonight. Smarter bet, putting, let's say, $20 (laughs) on the Stars to win the Stanley Cup or the Rangers to win the World Series. I'm going to say the Rangers, 
not trying to tick off hockey no, no, no. fans I, or anything like that. I think it's like a good that, question. I'm not, not betting on the Mavericks. We know that season's no, over. I, I agree. Is it slight edge, or do you think it's that that much separate? No, no, no. I, I do, I do, I do think it's close because most places you'll see the Rangers are about fifth, yeah, sixth, and the Stars are seventh, and the Stars are behind Colorado, Edmonton, Boston, Florida, Carolina, New York, and then you hit the Stars, and so. I think they're in similar positions. I would just take the Rangers just because, like, I literally saw the road it takes for yeah. them to get there. For the Stars, I know they know how to get in position to win the Cup, but not win the Cup. And here's the weird thing about comparing them both. The Stars could make a trade, even though I'm not, to be honest, I'm not going to know the defensemen they trade for. Like, I'll have to Fair. research it once they trade for them. But if... You go to Vegas tonight or this week for the Super Bowl like we're going, and you were to put 20 bucks or 100 bucks on the Rangers. When their odds go up, like as in a good – if they sign Jordan – you bet on this before they sign Jordan Agreed. Montgomery. When they sign Montgomery, you'll probably lose a little bit. Like Agreed. right now, it's probably, I'm going to guess, 11 to 1 or something. And then maybe it might go 10 to 1, 10 to 1 yeah. once they sign Montgomery. If they don't sign Montgomery, maybe it goes to 12 to 1. You're like, oh, I could have got him at a better number. But Yes. No, I, I would absolutely agree with that. If you if you think it's gonna, I think I'm gonna put money on that. Just Corey, you've talked about this in the past. Even if it's not the smartest money, I do see the appeal of gambling on something your heart wants oh, to yeah. happen. It's you so know? much fun. As long as it's a lower dollar amount. Like I don't yes. be, don't be betting yeah. disproportionate the amounts of money. The yeah, Rangers don't... are eleven to one right now to win the World Series, according to this Vegas Insider, and I'm looking at the MGM odds. Okay, yeah. And I, that that feels right to me. And so, but it would be yeah, a don't two- put your lover on the line no, or something like that. No, never do the indecent proposal thing. Is Unless, well, you don't do it until wager. you lose. Yeah, until you're at a point <laughs> where you once have you to lose, do it. then Robert Redford comes along. It's your only. Yeah, it's not like you can walk around going, "Hey, do you want my okay. wife for this?" It's right. more like somebody has to propose you. Does yeah. this feel like a safe thing to say then? Don't make a wager. Where if you lose that wager, you'll have to, you'll have to sell your wife off. That 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 feels like first of all a thing you don't have the right to do, but also he's really in some bad money movies, right? Because <laughs> then he had to have his girlfriend slash wife go win Jeopardy money for him to play and against the best White two. Man yeah, he was yeah. in Money Train also, and I'm pretty sure there was a situation with yeah. J Lo in that. So and I feel like he usually makes the wrong decision. Yeah, in these movies. Yeah, I mean, but. Then he was in Ed TV, and everything seemed to work out fine there. Yeah, they all worked out in the end. White men can't jump. They beat the the two guys that were considered the best. Yeah, but he lost his girlfriend. But he dunked. But he won in the end. No, she said sometimes when you win, you really lose. Yeah, but do you not understand? Sometimes when you lose, you win. Like maybe it was better for him after. You know, maybe like she was holding him back from his true greatness. We didn't get to see the sequel. They didn't have any kids. Right? There wasn't that type of bad divorce yeah. or separation. She just wanted some water. Okay. Or so, something. I don't so know. So going back to the 1991 film, is your theory that attractive and sassy Rosie Perez, who won Jeopardy, uh-huh. Woody Harrelson's life is going to be better off without her? Yeah. I mean, there's a possibility. Okay. Like, look, man. You never know what he had to deal with with her. And he get, he she gave him money. Yeah. Like here you go. Here's your that money. His, that was his parting gift. Yeah. And he'll probably blow it on some two on two game where, mm-hmm. you know, it, it goes wrong. But he did get money in the end. And he won. That's your takeaway. And then in the end, Demi Moore, after sleeping with Robert Redford for like a month or so. Yeah. 
He got her back. And, and then, then they said, like, keys. ditto or always at the end after they were on a pier. Mike, ditto? I'm not entirely sure you've <laughs> learned ditto. the lessons that these movies are meant to teach you. If Ghost, if it was ditto on <laughs> that one. Or... Yes, that is correct. I do not want you gambling now because I'm really afraid you're going to get Sue on the horn and be like, hey, I found myself in a situation here. You know what was real sad, though, was whenever the whenever the zombie apocalypse happened. No, that was Zombieland. That's a different thing. You know that was a different thing. He still couldn't dunk. We're the KNC masterpiece. You're a jerk. Right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next. It's Tom from Baseball Nuggets with Mike Bassett. What player made the all-underrated team? I don't know. Somebody Woody Harrelson played in a movie, probably. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. And that ball is rocketed deep into right. Verdugo going back, and it is gone! Evan Carter with a two-run home run. And the Rangers now lead it 15-4. to can't see Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan, and it's time for Baseball Nuggets with Mike Basser. It is baseball time in mm. Texas, and this Baseball Nuggets is brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, and scenic views. Probably a good place to go watch that game that's on Sunday afternoon, nighttime. You call it the Super Bowl. The big game. Now. You, have, you can get fined. Yeah. I'm not going to risk it. Yeah. I will not risk it. Yeah. You can't get ready to stumble or whatever you know you don't want to say that you lose money on that one that that is very true all right so i find this interesting this is the 2024 all underrated team presented by mlb.com so they've gone over their top 10 list well he can't make this list because to make this list you can have never made an all-star game okay you also cannot have won an award like an MVP, Cy Young, or Rookie of the Year. Oh, wow. No Silver Slugger, no Gold Glove. No All-MLB team honors. Austin Hedges. Uh, so, mm. MLB. He doesn't want any of that stuff. No inclusion. Now, this could have been Jonah Heim, but unfortunately, like he's an all-star and a gold glove winner. You so can see why I might say a World though. Series champion. You cannot be on MLB Network's current top 10 right now list. He's not. As a player at your position. He's not. Who's that? Jonah Heim. But right. He but, he, other but he has a gold glove and an all-star appearance, Still so he can't. He's not the top 10. No nine-figure contracts. So if you've signed a contract cool. worth $100 million or more, you can't be considered underrated because somebody has given you $100 million to play this game. And then you have to have at least two years in the major leagues. So okay. they don't want to put somebody like, I'm just Evan Carter, because they're like, look, obviously he's rated very high on a list, but they want somebody who's played in the major leagues for a while. No awards. Who would you think would be a ranger who could be on this? There is a ranger on this list. Two options. Oh. That don't have any awards in their career, have two years in the major leagues, 
We have a we have a guess. We have All consensus right. agreement. Leodi, you are correct. In center field, the most underrated center fielder, according to MLB.com, is Leodi Tavares. It says considered a Gold Glove uh, first prospect. The 25 year old Tavares has turned out to be a serviceable ba- serviceable bat, uh, with a lot more in the tank, perhaps. Tavares paired his plus glove uh, in a premier position with a 95 OPS plus over the past two seasons or just below league average. So about 100 is your OPS plus. So what they're saying is he's really close to league average offensively the last two years. Notably, though, I feel like is all we were asking, right? Like going into last year, like when we had him on, I I know he has higher aspirations, but I feel like that's what we're like, if he can be average at the plate. Yes. And really it's just getting to first base. Just get to first. Your speed. Now, look, we know this. Bruce Bochy does not like stealing bases. Like in a weird way, he's been a National League manager his whole career with no designated hitter in the National League when he was managing. And he came to the American League and it's like, man, he fit in really well with the American League. Like it was, hey, we are going for extra base hits. We're not stealing bases unless it's really going to be a stolen base. We asked him about that. It'll be interesting with Evan Carter, Leody Tavares. We know that at times Adolis Garcia and Simeon can both steal 30 bases in a season. Yeah, Dang, they, but, were fourth, they were fourth worst in stolen right, bases. But the Rangers just, I wonder what their percentage was in being successful because I bet it was a good percentage because they just don't really even try to steal bases. I'll look it up. So anyways, it says uh, he held uh though held hitless in the world series Tavares was 10 for 41 with seven walks and four steals in the first three rounds of the postseason so obviously that's very easy just under a 250 hitter now you're facing the best guys this is what's interesting I'm going a little bit off topic here you know Evan Carter what he did yes he did get to play 15 or 20 games before the playoffs against teams that have to throw a number four or number five or a guy that's maybe not even considered a four or five right now. There was injuries, and so they had a guy called up from the minors. But Evan Carter's damage done in the playoffs, you're literally only facing teams' top three starting pitchers. They're not going to start somebody that's not considered one of their, what, three best. You know what I'm saying? So it's when you have postseason numbers – you literally eliminated all the bad teams, and you eliminate all number four and five starters from pretty much starting a game. Yeah. So, Mike, by the way, it was eighty-two percent last year. That was best. That was seventh best yeah. in the league, and they were seventy-five percent the year before. Yeah. So, uh, and they ran a lot more with obviously uh, Woodward. Yes. Uh, as the manager, and, it's, and I thought, well, they would run more because of the bases and because of lack of pickoffs, but the Rangers went in opposite direction. It'll be interesting this year if that's the trend, if that's where the Rangers stay, or if they decide to maybe try to steal a few more bases here and there. I don't know. We've had one year of Bruce Bochy, and it worked out perfectly. Yeah, it did. All right. um, now, no, no. Leody Tavares, all underrated team center fielder so hopefully he gets off this list because that means he's got some of that hardware yeah and i do think he is a gold glove candidate right i mean i I can't name you every center fielder in the american league and if he's gonna win or not but that would be the one that you would think he can win all right now i want to go to another list and the rangers do not have a player on this list mlb.com also did over the weekend the most improved players 
for 2024 will be. And the reason that there's not a Ranger on this list, think about the Rangers last year. Who in the world can really improve yeah. on what they did? It's We've brought up Nate Lowe, and we're like, he needs to improve with his numbers at first base. And to be honest, this is why when you guys brought up the name Brandon Belt, and I know he's been in rumors for the Rangers because Bruce Bochy had Brandon Belt. Yeah. I look at Brandon Belt and go, so we want two Nate Lowe's? I get a little bit confused. I know they're a little different, but they're both left-handed hitters. They both don't have premium power at the position. They're both going to be somewhere between, you know, 15 would be a low number. 30 would be a high number. They're going to be somewhere between 15 and 30 home runs. So I get the Brandon Belt rumors, but it doesn't make any sense to me. Brandon Belt doesn't make any sense unless you were moving Nate Lowe to another team. And I haven't seen any rumor that Nate Lowe's in trade rumors. Can I throw out a guess? For this? For the most, who they think will be the most improved player of 24? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, is Carlos Rodon on this list? Because, man, after he signed, what a disastrous opening season for the Yankees. So, I'm pretty sure he's not. I went through this list quickly. Um, Maybe because he was so injured, they don't want to put him on this list because it really is going off of war. And how much you can improve on your His war. His war was a negative 0.8. I know, but he didn't pitch much. So what I'm wondering is, is like, are they looking at, they were pretty healthy last year. Number one on the list, who they think will be the most improved player of 2024 will be Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Oh. So actually, I was talking to Sandler last night about MVP in the American League. Like, who could win the MVP? And I think Gunnar Henderson has a great chance because I think their team's going to be close to 100 wins, close to the number one seed, easily make the playoffs. And I think that he'll be the offensive guy on their team, their best offensive weapon. Adley Rushman will be really good. I'm sure Jackson Holiday has a great chance to win Rookie of the Year. I don't think Jackson Holiday is going to win Rookie of the Year and MVP. Right. I mean, Ichiro did it, but he was 27 years old when he did it. But Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s war last year was one. And so they project that he will have a war of 3.7. So they think that he will improve his war by 2.7. So uh, they just think that he had a really down year and could really improve his war. Number two is Carlos Correa of the Minnesota Twins. So that's a guy last year who weird, weird offseason when he signed with the Giants and then didn't sign with the Giants and and then ended up going to the Twins and – so he had a 1.1 war last year, and they project his war to be 3.6. And I'll give you number three, Luis Severino, starting pitcher uh, with the Mets. He had a negative 0.6 war, and they project his war uh, will be a 1.6, improving by 2.2. I just I look at these things, and I go, okay, when I looked at Luis Severino, and I don't know his contract. I'm sorry, I should have looked this up. Uh, it says the Mets signed him to a one-year $13 million deal in free agency. So thank you in this article for having that. I wonder if people like that are going to interest the Texas Rangers. If they don't sign Jordan Montgomery, right. I know that, hey, we'll have uh, Scherzer and DeGrom and Malley coming back for the second half. I You don't know that. Right now you don't know. You'll have a better idea at the end of June if those guys are rehabbing towards pitching this year or not pitching this year. So I look at teams like the Mets, who I don't think will compete for a playoff spot, and a Luis Severino deal. When you sign a dude to a one-year deal on a team that's rebuilding for two or three years, 
that's a piece they want to trade yes. and get another Luis Angel Acuna from you. I'm not saying you're going to give that good of a prospect up, but you know, you just start looking at these teams and these players on the list and you go, okay, who's pitchers on this list that aren't with good teams that could possibly be traded? In fact, my last nugget of the day is with the Corbin Burns trade, I guess the market has moved towards Dylan Cease looks more like a deadline guy than a trade now guy. In fact, Makes if sense. you look at what the Orioles gave up for Corbin Burns, it wasn't a crazy amount. So now what the White Sox are asking and nobody's coming close to their asking offer, they're like, well, Corbin Burns has won a Cy Young. Most people consider him a little bit better than Dylan Cease. So the White Sox are a little bit screwed right now with the Baltimore-Milwaukee deal going crap. Like, we want way more and now a market has kind of been set. So if you're in the Curb Corbin Burns situation trying to make an offer to win, Baltimore wins, you can move your offer to Chicago, but Chicago's saying that doesn't come anywhere close. And then you look at Dylan Cease's numbers and go, wait a second, you want more for a guy who's done less. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't really jive. Absolutely. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next. The 2026 World Cup schedule is set, and the Metroplex is a huge, but not final, part of it. Will you go to a match, and what did you think about how yesterday played out? We'll talk about it next right here on The Fern. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.